0: What's going on, it's your boy Mixmaster? Be here live for the MMB Radio Podcast. Where no topic is too big or too small, we talk about them all. I have a guest who is just lighting up the squared circle, from coast to coast, north to south, east to west. The unstoppable danger this woman is—she's everything. And it's no wonder why everybody wants her on their card, on their event. Next time you see her in your area, so we're going to talk about all that today. I'm super excited to welcome her in right now, Miss Layla Gray. Layla, what's going on?
1: Hey, what's going on?
0: I mean, wow, like I said, I mean, the unstoppable (laughs) danger, you know, and there's so many questions I want to ask and so many things I want to kind of know about you. So I guess the first thing I want to ask is, why pro wrestling?
1: Whew, that's a loaded question. (laughs) Why pro wrestling? I mean, it's an interesting story, like how I even got involved in pro wrestling, but there was just always something that i liked about it um i started watching it when i was a youngin um but then i kind of like stepped away from all of that for like a while and then later on in my adult life i felt like i rediscovered wrestling and there was just something about it that i'm like i don't know why but i felt like if i was to try this And pursue this that I would be good at this but there was a lot of things you know mentally holding me back and then you know one day I just decided to go for it and I mean the amount of confidence that it instills in you and you know you feel like a superhero it's just so badass and you know I'm glad that I can add more to to the plate of you know just a a model or you know, radio personality, like, I can kick some ass, too.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now, I'm I'm glad that you mentioned it, brought up a couple things there, talking about the the mental state of it and, you know, getting into the psyche of wanting to do something like that. And before we get into talking about, you know, getting into radio and all that stuff, but when you started doing wrestling, again, you started off watching it as a young and like a lot of us, and then wanted to pursue it. How did that come across to, like, family and everything? Because there's people, I mean, even to this day, People say to me, they're like, oh, you watch wrestling and then, you know, the F word, you know, and all this stuff. And then you get judged, you know, and I look at it this way. I've just I've I've spent so much money on wrestling that I just at this point, I can't go cold turkey. Yeah. Like, there's just no rehab for me at this point. Like, I honestly don't know what I would do with like 99 percent of the stuff in my house <laughs> if I stopped watching <laughs> wrestling. Um, uh-huh. But what was the reaction to like family, friends? Because you did said you, you did go, you know, you were doing radio and everything. And then you made this jump into wrestling. Like, what was the reaction from family and friends that are like, really?
1: Well, uh, people are still surprised. Like, there's um, some old friends that I probably have on my Facebook that, you know, sometimes people don't pop up all the time, like on your feed. So I still get some old friends that hit me up like, wait, what? Like, no way. You're a wrestler? (laughs) Like, everybody is pretty surprised. And my family was pretty surprised at first. but. Um, I mean, I I think they're still pretty pretty surprised, especially when like distant family members, they're just like recently finding out and they're like, what the hell? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, my mom, uh, my mom was a little harder to convince uh, because, you know, she worries a lot and she's not adventurous at all or, (laughs) or a daredevil. So, you know, she worries a lot about me getting hurt and stuff, but now she's becoming more accepting of it. I guess she sees like now it's kind of popping off for me and, um, you know, I'm making a name for myself. She sees I'm really happy. I'm starting to make some money in this and, yeah so they're they're pretty supportive, but yeah for sure, everybody was really, really shocked
0: now you to, did have the history the history i said of being in radio um obviously, you had a job in radio, you know anybody anybody that knows anything about radio, it's not the most you know well paying job in the world, but it is a job yeah um mm-hmm. so you're doing something like that and you're doing the modeling work on the side and I, I I'll tell her I'll just put it out there right now like I'm such a fanboy of yours because I mean you're absolutely gorgeous Aww. why would you want to get you. smacked in the face you're welcome but why would you want to get smacked in the face like I mean like you're do <laughs> like what did you like when you're doing radio I guess kind of explain too like how you got into radio and then like did you just kind of lose the passion for that or is it just like wrestling just popped up like I mean
1: well, you know, I always, um, I never really had intentions of going into radio. So I went into college uh, for broadcasting. I went for broadcast journalism, received a bachelor's in that. I even did some studying abroad for that. Um, so my goal was to work in television. Like I just always loved working in front of the camera, whether it was um, as a musician or as an actress, a model. Like I just always loved entertainment, talking, being in front of the camera, performing. So I was just like, let me just do this and see where I end up. Um, If I end up in news, I knew I wanted to do like entertainment news because I love like fashion and celebrity gossip and movies and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, then I got offered a radio position and I'm like, let me give this a try. And I really did enjoy it. It was something new. I learned a lot. Um, It was a really exciting time in my life. I was definitely excited to be doing that. But um, at the same time, I always felt like I was meant to be a star. So <laughs> um, it was kind of hard for me to be working in radio and interviewing people. And in my head, I'm like, they can be interviewing me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I always so... told people I had, I had the face for radio, you know, like obviously not <laughs> as gorgeous as you. I'm like, why is she behind a microphone where anybody can't see her? You can only hear her voice. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I was hoping that, you know, the radio would eventually lead to something else. I know kind of, it's kind of hard to transition into television after radio, but I was just kind of seeing where it would take me and what opportunity it would lead to. Um, so, yeah, so um, after that, I'm like, you know, it was becoming harder and harder to work in radio when I'm like, I just feel like I'm an entertainer and I should be in the limelight. Mm-hmm. And... uh I knew I wanted to do something and I knew I wanted to get kind of physical. Um, I was looking at things to try, like maybe, maybe some jujitsu or I don't know. I was just looking for something and I really, you know, just started thinking a lot about wrestling and I'm like, that's something that you always wanted to do and you get to perform and you get to be, you know, all dolled up and and beautiful. And, you know, you get to slam some girls. So that's, (laughs) sounded kind of exciting to me.
0: It, and uh, it sounds like you had a lot of like pent up, uh, you know, aggression or something in there like you want to slam some girls like
1: I don't maybe I wanted to prove it to myself mm-hmm. that I could that I was strong and I could be physical and you know, I was a youth athlete and uh I don't know, I I maybe I think it was something that I wanted to prove to myself that I can do and I mean I definitely did.
0: Now <laughs> I was going to say as a child growing up were you very athletic? Did you play a lot of sports?
1: I was pretty athletic. Yes, I was very active. I was always running around, bouncing off the walls. Um then uh as like a teenager and actually before teenage years, I started I started doing dance. I started playing soccer. I did track and field. I did swimming. So I participated in, you know, several sports. I tried some things like tennis that didn't work out. But I was always down to try different things.
0: Now, how long have you been actively wrestling?
1: Actively wrestling? um, Wrestling as in performing and working, it's been about a year and a half.
0: Okay. So a year and a half going into this. What was one of the biggest, um, I guess, misconceptions when you went into the business? Like... Everybody has a mindset and everybody wants to play, you know, Monday, Monday morning quarterback and think they know wrestling. You see, the, the, you know, the internet wrestling community, everybody thinks they know what is, you know, the ins and outs of it. What was something that you were really shocked when you got into the business like, "Oh, wow, I was not really expecting this."
1: Um, well, everything everything to me was pretty brand new. Like I had to learn the business from scratch. I didn't I didn't know anything. You know, I didn't even Research the school that I, that I initially started at. Like, I didn't research the trainer or none of this. I was just like, I just Googled and I found a school. I'm like, oh my God, there's wrestling in Miami. And, uh, so yeah, like I just went in there, had no clue about anything. I wasn't watching wrestling. Like, I had to start watching and learning everything. Um, so, I mean, there's a lot of similarities to the entertainment industry that I'm used to, but, um, yeah, also it's a lot of differences in the way things are done and oh yeah, and then when I found out about the wrestling community on the internet, I'm like these people are nuts. <laughs>
0: it's like the dark web. <laughs> it could be good and it could be yes. bad. I see the inter- yeah. the wrestling internet community is it can be like social media. I mean, that's where that's where they like they harvest, but it could be I mean, there's good things about social media and then there could be some bad things. Did you ever have any doubts when you got into it like the people try to break you down and say oh you can't do this you can't do it? i mean sure you probably still get some haters today but like was there people that were trying to deter you from doing that
1: i wouldn't necessarily say there was people trying to stop me i feel like there was uh more people trying to uplift me because i was the one second guessing myself thinking that i can't do this because it was really really hard mm-hmm. um so i started wrestling like i joined i started training at 29 years old So at 29, you know, to start to learn how to take bumps and just learn, you know, it was a whole new language. And it was really hard on my body. I'm like, what am I doing? But I did not want to quit. I did not want to quit. I have my my partner, um, my spouse, Lou Curtis, who's also a wrestler. We started together. We decided to go on this wrestling journey together. And... Together, we've both been able to to push each other when, you know, we're not feeling our most Mm confident.
0: Now, one of the things that I always find intriguing is uh, just the way people are able to resolve and then deal with the pain. So at what point, what was the what hurt the most? Like, what were you doing training wise? What was the one thing that you're just like dreaded having to do? Was it like running ropes or, you know, what was what was the one thing you hated the most? um the bumps <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> yeah the bumps cuz okay the running sucks but i mean i did used to do track i've always been you know i've always been kind of athletic so i did have to improve my cardio a lot cuz it had been some time but i would say the bumps is was the biggest thing because you know you have to learn how to fall mm-hmm. <laughs> And, and that it's just, it's just awkward and awkward feeling. I remember my first bump ever, um, my first day of training, I just like landed flat. uh, I looked like a starfish, (laughs) smacked my head on the canvas. It was horrible. And I'm like, how the hell do people do this? I swear when I took those first bumps in my head, I'm like, oh my God, are you sure you want to do this? (laughs) <laughs> Are you yeah. sure you want to do this as a career? Because this is kind of crazy and this hurts. <laughs> but they do get easier. I mean, they still suck.
0: I mean, it, it's it's like learning a whole new body movement. Because you say you have to learn to fall in a different way when, you know, you're from a child, when you, you're stumbling learning how to walk and you fall down, you learn how to brace yourself. And now it's like retraining your brain differently.
1: Exactly. And, I mean, when you usually fall in real life, you'll fall, like, on your butt. Now you have to learn how to fall on your back. I'm like, no.
0: <laughs> I always say it's funny. Like, you, you mentioned that. Like, if you were to just be, like, walking outside and, like, slip on the ice, like, do you learn how to fall? Like, how, you know what I mean? Like, a wrestler, do you fall normally, you know?
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, now you have to learn how to land on your back. And it hurts. I mean, I would say it's definitely gotten easier, Um, and especially when you're in a match. You know, you have so much adrenaline going through your body. You don't really feel that, but, I mean, you will not catch me bumping before a match. Like, you know, there's people that like to go in there and practice things. I'm like, "Uh uh-uh. When my body's all cold like that, like, I cannot.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Now, I mean, obviously, we all grew up having certain wrestlers that we idolized. Was there anybody that you kind of mimicked or kind of styled yourself after?
1: Kind of mimic, kind of styled. Um, well, I would say um, one of my biggest inspirations was China. Okay. When I first started watching WWF back in the day, you know, she stood out a lot to me and I would say she really inspired me because I saw how strong she was. And, you know, her physique to me was just something that I had never seen before on a woman at that age. So she really stood out to me, and I thought that she was really, really cool. So I've always admired China. And then, I mean, then later on, I, I would say I was definitely inspired by people like uh, like Victoria
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, uh, and Trish Stratus.
0: Some big names to be fans of. <laughs>
1: yeah, some big names, some big names. And somebody that also inspired me was um, Zelina Vega. Okay. So she's somebody that I had I have known since childhood. We we went to like elementary school, middle school together and uh yeah, like she, she ended up moving away and then pursuing wrestling, but I we've always been on each other's like social media. So I always saw her doing her thing and that definitely inspired me a lot too. I'm like she is doing it, she is kicking ass and I feel like I can do that too.
0: <laughs> yeah, she's totally awesome. Now, I mean, what is it? I mean, explain how important you think it is for um, young girls to see such an inspirational character in the ring. Like, I'm looking, I mean, I've been watching wrestling for over 30 years. You know, I've been watching since I was like eight years old. And I can remember the earliest days of women's wrestling when, you know, they always, people used to always joke, oh, it's the bathroom break time. Or, you know, you had pre-WWF days, like pre-attitude era where it was just, you know, just not a whole lot of excitement. What does it mean to be a woman in the ring and inspiring young girls?
1: I mean, it means a lot and it's definitely a responsibility that I don't take light, lightly. You know, um it's really flattering when when people reach out to me and and tell me how I inspire them and stuff and I love hearing that and I would love to inspire a generation of younger girls and you know just push people push little girls to try new things, even things that other people might consider out of the norm. Cause I mean, this isn't a regular job for a woman. <laughs> so, um, I mean, yeah, just go for it. Believe in yourself. Do not let any doubters tell you that you can. And, you know, even if you're considered like, you know, just a pretty girl or whatever, like go out there and prove them wrong. I feel like that, was my purpose to show that there is more depth to me and i'm not just a model like i really wanted to show that i can learn this and i can do this and i can be out there in the ring with you know some of the best women in the world
0: well i can say i've seen your matches and one of the things that i think that just kind of gravitates me to you is just the, the ability to kind of interact with the crowd like, that's something that I always tell people, I was like, you can teach people how to take bumps and you can teach people how to, you know, fall and do moves and everything, but you can't teach charisma, you know, and a personality. And one of the cool things I always noticed is that, like, you have, like, this way, if you just have this, I don't know, it's like a, like a swagger to you. What Do you think <laughs> that because you always had this, I want to be an entertainer, like... I always say that you have to be 10 times who you normally are to be a wrestler. You know, you exaggerate uh-huh. who you are. Um, Did you feel like that was the easiest transition for you to be able to kind of, you know, talk on the mic and have all the, the facial expressions? Because, like, you got that down pat. Like, I watched the oh, promos and I'm like, you. I'm like, OK, the promo part, she's got down pat. Did you feel like that was uh, you had an advantage over some people for having come from like a radio entertainment world?
1: Um, absolutely. Absolutely. I feel like I have an advantage. Even when I do interviews such as this, I get like, complimented a lot for um, the way I project my voice or, you know, just the way that I communicate. So definitely feel like I have an advantage in that having that, that broadcasting background. And and yes, and always wanting to be an entertainer and always performing like I spent a lot of years in my younger years performing, uh, you know, singing in front of people. So all of that definitely comes into play and definitely comes into the character of Layla Gray. Like when I'm out there, I feel, I feel like, you know, the little pop star, six year old girl that used to be singing and dancing in her living room. Like that's <laughs> how I feel.
0: <laughs> now, what's the feeling like when you meet fans, because to me, like just from doing the podcast and I, I say this in a most humbling way, people will see me and they're like, Oh, I listen to this and I'm just like totally mind blown every time. And I'm like, really? Like you listen, like not that it's not, not, I know people listen, but it just, you know, do you ever feel like, you know, like that weird, like kind of like, wow, like this people are like, actually are big fans of mine. Like, how's that feeling feel?
1: Yes, of course. Like I still feel, um, you know, regular, like little old me. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, it's still kind of shocking and surprising. And I'm still always surprised when people come, like I do a lot of signings and, You know, me being so new and a lot of these signings, there's very, very few independent wrestlers. A lot of these people are sign talent or legends. People have been in the business for so many years that, you know, I feel so minuscule in this room. But, you know, (laughs) always so happy to be there. So it makes me nervous sometimes. I'm like, oh, my God, are people going to come to my table? Are people going to buy stuff? And I'm just always surprised by how many people come and show me love and take pictures and buy my merch and Oh my god! It just makes me feel so good. It just makes me feel so good, because um, yeah, I would say I would say my my man is the one that is like Kathy. You're I'm sorry. My yeah, my real name is Katherine. So he's like <laughs> Kathy. Uh, he's like Kathy. You have to believe in yourself. Like you're over. People love you. Yeah. And I'm like I'm like yes, yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> well, I'm not telling you how to live your life, but stay on that course and never lose that humbleness because. I tell you what, even when I see people and they're like, Yo, M M B and I'm like, I don't know who that person is, but they obviously know who I am and it to me is still mm-hmm. kind of like the most, you know, refreshing feeling that, you know, that people actually recognize you. So don't yes. ever don't ever get to the point where you're like, Oh yeah, I I'm Layla Gray. Yeah, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, not at all. And and I I really do genuinely and love love meeting the fans. Like I feel like in my in my personal life I am pretty um more, I don't know, shy, reserved to myself. Like, I don't really hang out or talk to, like, too many people. But when it comes to, like, events and meeting fans, I'm always out there. I'm giving out hugs. Like, I just, I love it.
0: <laughs> I've had a couple of them, and I can tell you they're, they're, they're spot on. so um what is some of the short-term and long-term goals that you have i mean obviously been only in the business for a little over a year um have you accomplished any of the the short-term goals yet and what is something on the bigger picture that you hope to accomplish when you decide to hang it up
1: well i would say my short-term goals that i had set for me when i started wrestling have already been accomplished faster than i could have imagined um Starting with the Aew debut, they scouted me and picked me up like four months after my wrestling debut, and I would not expect a company like them to even look my way for like three or four years. Mm-hmm. So that was the the biggest shocker, major major accomplishment, and you know just i just the way my career had blew, blew up this past year. I wouldn't have expected that extremely grateful for all the places I've gone to work at all the people that I've gone to meet the companies I've gone to work for like mission pro wrestling. So my short term goals are just to to keep doing that, keep getting my name out there, more bookings. Uh, I'll be going international this year, which was my goal for 2022 is to do some international booking. So I'll be starting off with Canada, I have three Canada dates coming up and, um, so, yeah, those are my short-term goals. Just keep getting out there. Go international. A little on the longer-term goal, definitely a contract. A contract, mm-hmm. AEW, WWE, I, I, you know, that's where I want to end up.
0: Now, we fielded a couple of questions from fans online because a lot of fans saw you were going to be on the show, and they're right away they're DMing me and blowing me up, saying, ask her this, ask her that. So I'm going to ask a couple questions from fans. Are you ready for this? Okay. Yeah, right. All right. So one fan wanted to know, um, if you ha- could be, like, a booker, make any matches, who would you like to face? Like, who was your ultimate dream match?
1: My ultimate dream match is Sasha Banks. Okay. <laughs> I love Sasha. Huge fan of her and her work. And I feel like we could put on a banger of a show. I think that we have Kind of similar personas a little bit, and I think that's something that fans would enjoy watching.
0: I definitely would. I'd be into that. That's like that's definitely a fantasy (laughs) warfare matchup right there. I could see that happening.
1: Mm
0: Mm-hmm. All right, another fan has here. uh, What plans do you have coming up for WrestleMania season?
1: For WrestleMania season, well, I will be out in Dallas, Texas, Mania Week. I'll be at WrestleCon. all three days: Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So if you are in the area and you're attending WrestleCon, please come and check out my table, guys. Um, and then I have uh, a few. Uh, I'm as of now. I'm not wrestling WrestleMania weekend, but I'll be making mm-hmm. some appearances. And uh, there's no, something else. No spoilers. That I, I, <laughs> yes, I don't want. I don't want to spill it yet because this will be a. A debut and yeah.
0: So there is a debut to... happening. We just don't know when. There's or a, where. a new
1: company that I uh, want to work uh, for okay. and you know they're they're bringing me in to do some work. I'm not exactly sure just yet what work, but okay. um, I'll be there.
0: Well, we'll definitely keep an <laughs> eye on the socials for that. You know, look for those look for those Easter eggs there and see uh you know what little clues that she's going to be dropping and where she'll be and see if people can figure it out.
1: Yes, yes, absolutely. Also, this year, I'll be uh, joining the OVW roster okay. full-time. Nice. So, um, that'll be a place where everybody can go and watch me every Thursday night on SPY-TV. And that'll be, um, I think, starting in April. So, I'm very, very excited about that.
0: Now, what's it like also having to travel so much? Like A lot of people love it and embrace it, but... I mean, how often do you get to be home? Because I see you posting stuff for flyers and signings, like I said, from here to California, you know, everywhere.
1: Man, (laughs) it's a love and hate relationship with the traveling. Like, obviously, I love to travel because I love to – I like to see new places. But not only that, you know, I want to get my name out there to as many different locations as possible. So, whenever I have an out-of-state booking, I am always jumping at the opportunity, so excited to take it. I don't care where it is. I just want to go somewhere and, and wrestle. Um, but the traveling, oh, my God, it's very exhausting and stressful. Um, I'm pretty much fly every weekend. Yeah, I'm pre- I pretty much fly every weekend. And I'll be home during the week, but, you know, there's always so much to catch up on and training and working out, so... There's not that much free time for yourself, but yeah, I actually, from all the flying I've been doing this past year because of wrestling, I strangely developed a phobia of flying.
0: That's not (laughs) good.
1: (laughs) I know. So yeah, I started having like panic attacks when I was flying. Oh no. Um, Yeah, I I had to see a doctor about it. They gave me some prescription now, so hopefully, you know, it's been helping. It's been helping with my flights now.
0: I mean, we gotta get you to like the Layla Cruiser or something, some like big, tricked out like bus or something.
1: I know, like the
0: Lex Express agree. or I, something.
1: I wish I could have a bus, or and if I can have an RV, I would live in an RV. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, if I can have one of those pimped out RVs, I would live in that RV and just travel to all my bookings.
0: That'd be dope, though. You could have everything right there. You have all your merch saved right on the RV. You know what I mean? Just pull Absolutely. up to the conventions
1: and i have a dog so i i like to take my dog with me when we're on the road um when we're driving we always take him with us that's that's the road dog <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: now uh another fan wanted to know what is uh what are some other hobbies that you have outside of like pro wrestling and modeling and radio do you have time to do any kind of like enjoyment stuff other than training
1: um
0: i mean training not- can be enjoyable <laughs> you know i mean it's 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 what you love it's what you do you know
1: yes of course i mean non-related non-related to wrestling Uh, when i'm not wrestling i like to relax and by relax i mean uh going out to eat (laughs) i love to eat i think that's probably like one of my favorite things to do (laughs) going out to restaurants i love like going to the beach i'm obsessed with like water so, I love going to the beach or, or swimming in the pool or anything that has to do with water, actually. So, it's a good thing that I live in Florida. So, I have opportunities <laughs> to do a lot of that. Yeah, I go kayaking sometimes. So, I like, yeah, water sports and stuff. That's definitely a, a hobby of mine.
0: Well, you mentioned you like to eat, and one fan wanted to know, what is your daily workout routine?
1: My daily workout routine? Well, my routine kind of changes. Um I'm not on a like specific routine but um when I go to the gym I definitely got to hit the, some cardio like today for example I did the stairmaster my lord I did I choose the stairmaster because I hate it so much so I'm like let me get on this stairmaster it's like my my enemy but um I need to like conquer it so um uh yeah I Wait, what was the question? Oh, yeah, my daily routine. Sorry. <laughs> so, um, yeah, hit the gym, hit the gym, do my cardio, hit some weights. After that, later on in the day, I'll usually go to training for like two, three hours. And I mean, eating in between.
0: <laughs> and, but, <laughs> Isn't that the feet yeah. Stairmaster, though?
1: <laughs> not exactly like today i did fasted cardio so i hadn't ate anything i did it on an empty stomach it's tough i mm. did it on an empty stomach and then afterwards i eat but now i've been watching more what i eat and i'm trying to be a little bit more careful with that
0: <laughs> there you go gotta gotta stay fit for uh running those ropes because believe me you don't want to run those ropes when you're all sluggish and full from eating like chipotle or something <laughs>
1: Oh, yes. Never, never, never. The the dieting, I would say, is the hardest part, the part that I struggle the most with, because food. It's so much easier for me to get up and go to the gym. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, I was going to ask another fan one to know, do you have any guilty pleasures? I'm assuming food, maybe?
1: <laughs> definitely food. Okay. <laughs> De- definitely food. What's
0: like a go-to meal to you? Like, what's something that you're like, oh, no matter where I'm at, if it's on the menu, it's something I'm always going to get?
1: Um, That varies, for sure. That varies, but I do love steak.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, I love steak, and I love seafood.
0: Okay, so as so, there's steak, steak or seafood on the menu, you're good.
1: Yeah, surf and turf, oh, my God, that's, like, my number one meal right there.
0: <laughs> Fans take <laughs> notes, you know? Like, she yeah. accepts gift cards, you know what I mean? probably not dinner dates that's so not going to work but you know hey like i said gift cards do you know the you know seafood places you know long john silver or something i don't know
1: uh-huh.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. um uh, let me see a couple more of these questions some of these are really good and some of them are like ones we always get asked and everything like one they you know, like who was your favorite wrestler growing up you've already kind of answered that um what about like music wise people want to know what kind of music do you listen to
1: I love uh, pop music. I love R&B music, um, hip-hop. I like house music a lot, too. I spent a lot of years going to house music clubs and festivals and stuff. Um, So, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Like, I love my 90s pop music. So if you go on, like, my iTunes, you'll see a lot of Britney Spears and and Sing, Backstreet Boys. Like, I just love music from that time and like early 2000s like I love um like Nelly 50 Mm -hmm. Cent (laughs) so that's where I'm at I'm still listening to to older music all the time but today's artist I love Doja Cat I listen to a lot of Doja Cat Megan Thee Stallion I love Rihanna she's probably like my number one
0: (laughs) it's funny you mentioned early 2000s like I never thought I would get to an age where I would say like I enjoy music from this era. You know, you feel like your parents and everything were like, "Oh, this music today is horrible." Yeah,
1: you know? like when they when they talk about like music in the eighties, you're like, Yo,
0: "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> hey, I like some of the eighties music. You know, what I mean, I'm an eighties baby, so some of that stuff I can you know I can jam out to. Um, but what do you think of the Super Bowl performance? You mentioned Fifty Cent, like. Cause I was in my yes. bag with that. I was definitely like I was. Yeah, I was. I was totally. In the yeah, zone with that. I was
1: like I love Eminem. Ooh, Eminem is probably one of my favorite rappers. Um, growing up, so I was very excited to see Eminem and to see Fifty Cent. I wish they would have performed more songs, That's but thing. I was really happy Bowl, to see so them quick. out there. I know it went by so quick. They had so many artists out there. They each sang like one song each. And, um, but yeah, I was I was happy with it. It was it was good vibes. Like it just. It just took me back to, like, middle school and, you know, simpler <laughs> times.
0: Yeah, it's funny. It, it, was so a, it, so it was
1: a nostalgic performance. I think everybody can agree.
0: It, it was funny. Like, somebody was, like, tweeting out, like, during a performance and everything, and they were mentioning, like, all the things that were, like, popular when all these songs were going on. They're like, remember illegally downloading all this music off of Napster <laughs> or, like, one of these, like. Absolutely. And I was like, hell yeah, I remember that. I can't remember all the names of them, but I'm like, I definitely remember that
1: yes i had them all i had like Kazaa, i had yes. i mesh okay. i had all of those i think some of the songs on my phones are still um from back then from the illegally downloaded <laughs> With the
0: weird like file names and everything <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah and they'll have like like random like dj drops like in them <laughs>
0: <laughs> just in the middle of the song you're like ah oh, man it just took me an hour to download this song and then they screwed it up in the middle
1: <laughs> yep <laughs>
0: Awesome. All right, so a couple more questions before we let you go. So another person uh, says, "I'm a uh, 12 year old girl who's looking to get into wrestling, and one of my biggest fears is getting hurt." What what advice you have for her? She doesn't want to get hurt. (laughs) I think it's almost it's it's hard. It's going to happen.
1: Getting hurt sucks, and I've been very blessed. I'm about to knock on wood because I have not had any major injuries. I haven't really gotten injured in wrestling. And, I mean, the reason that – the reason why is because I'm pretty safe. I haven't – I don't really do any crazy moves and stuff. Like, I I try to be very cautious. And that also comes with me starting to wrestle at a later age than most. I'm a little bit – I already went into it being more cautious. But as someone who's 12 years old, the best thing I would say is just to – to try to remain or become athletic. I feel like the more athletic background that you have, the just the, the better you are with body movements and holding up your body and your balance, all of that. Like, I really wish that I would have done maybe some, like, gymnastics, things like that. I feel like things like that are great for wrestling. So 12 years old might be a little too young to start wrestling, but in the meantime... I I would say join some gymnastics and learn some body control. And that's going to make wrestling a lot easier um, when landing and just hitting moves. That would be my advice.
0: Awesome. Now, one of the uh, people want to know, how much wrestling do you get to watch? Do you get to watch a lot of the current product or between traveling?
1: I try to watch what I can. Like, um, I try to catch, you know, WWE pay-per-views for I try to watch AEW whenever I can, especially since I work with the company a lot. You know, I definitely like to know what's going on there. Um, I, I watch a lot of indie stuff too. I like to see what people are doing, even what what, what people I know are doing as well. Um, so I don't I don't watch too too much. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna front and act like I watch it all the time. I don't, but I try to watch it when I can. And I do listen to a lot of podcasts. I do listen to a lot of Stone Cold and Jim Cornette.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, i have to admit it is tough to watch everything I, I my dvr is always full with wrestling i don't think my dvr will ever be empty like it's constantly like as soon as i watch a couple more you get thrown in there between that and like fight tv and the podcasting is just not enough time to watch and listen to everything um
1: yeah it's, it's difficult it's difficult
0: And and you mentioned that you would love to have a match with sasha banks but what other current wrestlers are you a huge fan of
1: what are the current wrestlers? I'm a big fan of uh, independent wrestler La Rosa Negra. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think that she is so great, um, so talented. Um, I trained with her for a little bit. Um, we we had, She came down and we did like a week training. And she's taught me so much. And I just think that she's just so knowledgeable and so entertaining. Super funny. And I would just love to finally get in the ring with her and have a match
0: well we would definitely love to see that i mean anytime you get the opportunity to see layla anywhere make sure you you definitely check her out and uh one final question i have from a fan here because when they sent this question this is when i had a highlight because i'm really excited when they know the answer to this but you have some of the most amazing ring gear and this guy wants to know where do you get your ring gear made
1: <laughs> um thank you and um so i had it done by a friend in miami actually um that's the the popular black and yellow gear that a lot of people know me for wearing. Um, yeah, so I had a friend create that, and he's just like a kind of like a fashion designer, a costume designer. He does a lot of uh, designs for like drag queens and and a, a lot of like gay clubs and stuff in Miami. So I saw some of his work, and it was just so glamorous that I pitched some ideas. Um, first, I I pitched some ideas to to an illustrator. He drew up, he drew it up for me. Showed it to my uh, my design guy, um, and yeah, he just brought it to life and made it super shiny and glamorous. And I think it captured the essence of the vicious vixen, Leila Gray.
0: I think so. I mean, the latest gear that you had, the purplish gear that you had lately on your socials, like that one, I absolutely was like in love with. I'm like, oh wow, this gear is so awesome. But it brings out the whole personality. Like, it just kind of goes with the whole character. So I think that's really important when you're, when you're having ring gear that kind of fits the persona.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Yes. I like, I like bright colors. And I, I like bright colors mixed with uh, black. So, like, a black and neon. Um, but, yeah, I like bright colors to kind of stand out. And, yeah, basically yeah, good. You stand out.
0: <laughs> now, everybody's got a huge presence on social media. Where can people stay up to date on everything that is Miss Layla Gray?
1: All right, guys. Yes, everybody follow me, especially on Instagram. Instagram is the first platform I go to to post anything. Um, so follow me on Instagram at Miss Layla Gray. That's M I S S underscore Layla Gray, L E I L A G R E Y. And it's the same handle for Twitter as well, Facebook, Miss Layla Gray. So, Miss Layla Gray, everything. Um, if you click link in bio, you will see. L- a list of all links to all my, my social medias, all my uh, my links for Cameo, pro wrestling tees, things of that nature. Big Cartel, if you guys want to order some 8x10s. So all of that is on there. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, guys.
0: Awesome. Is there anything else you want the fans to know before we let you get out of here?
1: want the fans to know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or what they should not know, you know?
1: Of us should not know. Well, I mean, they should just know that Layla Gray is going to be doing some great things this year. There's a lot of debuts, a lot of places that I'll be coming to a lot of places that you haven't seen me before. So just stay tuned for all of that. And, you know, I'm just really excited for this new year. And so many great, so many great things are about to happen.
0: Well, I'm excited to say that I bear witness to this and, you know, been following you since the earliest of days and had the opportunity to meet you on a couple occasions. And it's just been a real pleasure and honor to be able to talk to you and kind of get to know you a little bit more, a little bit deeper and uh, being able to answer some of these fans questions. Because, again, a lot of these people, you know, they look up to you and that's, you know, for only being in the business for, you know, a little over a year. That's pretty amazing that you have people that are striving to be the next Layla Gray.
1: Yeah, it is. It is. It's still pretty mind blowing. But thank you so much for having me on your show. It's, it was an amazing conversation.
0: Thank awesome. you. Awesome. Well, we'll take care. And we'll talk to you real soon.
1: <laughs> All right. Thank you. Hey, what's up? It's the Unstoppable Danger myth, Layla Gray, and you're listening to Mix Master B on MMB Radio.